Approved in 2018, Brazil's General Data Protection Law, known in Brazil as LGPD, came into force in September 2020. But only since the turn of the month of August 2021 has Data Protection Watchdog ANPD, the National Data Protection Authority, been allowed to punish companies based on the regulations. Companies found guilty of poor data protection practices can now be fined up to 50 million reais, which is the same as 9.5 million US dollars, or 2% of the company's turnover, for each infraction. My name is Alex Hochili, standing in for Editor-in-Chief Gustavo Ribeiro. This is Explaining Brazil. In Brazil, companies often attach their tax IDs to purchases in order to receive small tax kickbacks. This is used as a way to reduce tax evasion. But it also means that nearly all businesses in Brazil from multinational corporations to mom-and-pop stores, deal with sensitive data and must adapt to the new rules. Moreover, the Jair Bolsonaro administration is using the LGPD as an excuse to cover up important data about slave labor in Brazil. The government is concealing the so-called dirty list of firms that have used slave labor, claiming its disclosure compromises data security. All of that makes the introduction of financial sanctions against abuses in the handling of data all the more important. We're glad to welcome Marcela Matiuzzo, a lawyer specialized in antitrust law and data protection. She previously worked as chief of staff to the chairman of Brazil's antitrust regulator. Marcela, the ANPD has established sanctions, but the set of rules to define how they will be applied is still being drafted. Companies will not be sanctioned, meanwhile, but they can suffer sanctions related to continuous wrongdoing at a later date. So is the ANPD creating a sort of regulatory snowball? Yeah, no, I I think there was a lot of um, confusion and debate regarding what precisely would be penalized and up, um, up until when and from when conduct by companies would be penalized according to the um, LGPD, the, the Brazilian data protection legislation. So I think what the goal of the ANPD was to clarify that in its understanding, what will be penalized is one, conducts that happened um, after August 1st, right? So anything that happened from August 1st uh, afterwards will be penalized according to the administrative sanctions, but also conducts that they consider, and we don't have a lot of clarity on what that exactly means, but that they consider to be um, continuous. So something that started before August 1st, but that is still um, ongoing after August 1st. And I think that the main question and the main difficulty will be establishing what a conduct that is continuous exactly means and how the Brazilian DPA will analyze this specific provision. But at least, um, and there was debate about this this specific point, um, at least they clarified that nothing that, you know, was considered um, a potential violation of the LGPD before August 1st and was not a continuous conduct will in fact not be penalized um, with administrative sanctions. There were people that, argued um, this was possible, but in my view, what was, you know, positive from this clarification by the the ANPD 
was that this in fact will not happen. So that's already um, that's already very good for companies and for the public sector. For as you know, everyone is impacted by the LGPD. So it's very it's very positive that we at least have that clarity now. I see. And the NPD is expected to have a more educative approach than sanctioning companies right away. Still, though, data breaches are getting worse by the day. Do you think regulators will be able to sustain this approach for long? Um, I think that, well, the, the, the NPD is currently undergoing a process of public consultation and review of, you know, their sanctioning um, norms that will, in fact, allow them to you know, carry out an administrative proceeding and etc. So that's still ongoing. Um, I, I think that it's necessary for the educational approach to come before the sanctioning approach, which does not necessarily mean, of course, that there will be no sanctions. I don't think um, the authority has ever uh, hinted at that. What they have tried to say, in my opinion, is that before going for sanctions, they will try to clarify what they consider breaches to be, breaches of the legislation to effectively be. And we have a lot of questions there. There's a lot of room for discussion. So um, I think that th that is mainly what um, we expect looking at what the DPA has been saying, what the president of the DPA has been saying, what the other commissioners have been saying, the directors, that they'll try to at least clarify some aspects before going for sanctions, which of course does not mean that they won't sanction, they have to. I mean, they literally are obliged to sanction in case they find violations, but um, they will try to provide more clarity on what exactly will be sanctioned, what exactly a violation will be, how that will be understood um, before going for specific administrative proceedings um, after, you know, specific companies or specific entities, even public entities, as, as we know, um, can be penalized by the law, um, which, again, in my view, is positive simply because there's a lot of doubt still on what precisely some aspects of the legislation, in fact, mean and what is expected from the public and private sectors. Several judges have been ruling that companies should follow minimum criteria to adapt to LGPD. However, neither regulators nor the law itself has established such criteria. How dangerous are these legal precedents for companies? It's not so much that judges are necessarily creating new criteria or, you know, interpreting um, the law as in, in a way that establishes new new um, rules. But sometimes what we have been seeing is, of course, again, in my opinion, a potential misconception about some of the norms that are in the LGPD by judges or tribunals, right? So the, the most commented problem that we have is consent, right? So um, we have had some, deci some decisions in Brazil that in which judges say, okay, you don't have consent, therefore this processing of personal data is unlawful, which is not what the legislation says at all in any instance, right? Consent is one of the legal bases that we have. It's not the only one. It's not hierarchically superior to any of the other legal bases. Um, so yeah, I think you're right in saying that this is a risk. It's 
um, dangerous if this understanding picks up in other decisions and if it's it starts to be established, um, you know, as what the law effectively says, even though it's not what the law says. And I think that, again, the DPA will be very important here. The, the ANPD will have to clarify its own understandings about, for example, legal basis in order to help judges. Because it, it's important to say that judges are not exactly to be blamed by their potential you know, misunderstandings of the law. We have a law that was approved in 2018 um, they had a vacatio period of two years. And during that period, the idea was always for the ANPD to be created, you know, very shortly in order for all, all of this educational approach that they're having to do right now be possible throughout the vacatio period. You know, the law was not if in effect, but it existed. So it was much easier. It, it would have been much easier for, for the DPA to to produce orientation, but that didn't happen. The ANPD came into effective existence late last year, November of last year. So naturally, this led to a dis, like a mismatch between what judges were understanding, what the ANPD uh, understands about the law, and etc. So I think you're right. The risk exists. I think it's important to note that, like in Brazil case law tends to become more solidified once it goes to superior courts, right? So um, STJ and STF or superior tribunals, um, that concerns me a little bit more once we get cases to those instances. And if we have decisions that confirm understandings such as, you know, consent is always required or something of the sort. So I, I think there's still like room for, for this misunderstandings to be uh, fixed, of course, don't want, and it's really bad for the private and public sectors to have understandings that are not in line with what they have been doing for the past two, two and a half years in terms of, you know, compliance. And even though LGPD has been approved in 2019, most Brazilian companies still have not moved forward with data protection strategies. Do you think the sanctions will help expedite that process? Um, honestly, I think maybe, but it's hard to say. Um, I think it depends on how the ANPD is thinking about, um, effectively going after companies for potential infringements of the legislation. And again, they, they, they have already clarified that their main goal will not be to sanction everyone, um, from the get go. So I, I feel like the reason most companies did not implement any, you know, LGPD compliance or, or anything of the sort um, is first, because, again, we have a lot of aspects of the legislation that, is, that are not clear. Um, second, and perhaps most importantly, we have a lot of companies in Brazil that are small companies, right? And the legislation itself says that the ANPD can issue specific regulation for small companies, right? So a lot of them, and I say that as a lawyer, having already you know, gone through this conversation a couple of times, um, a lot of them go and say, okay, but 
will the ANPD issue specific legislation that, you know, clarifies what exactly small companies have to comply with? And then my answer is always, yes, it will. It says it will in the law and it has already started a proceeding, which it was kind of like a collection of opinions from um, the civil society and everyone that is involved with small and medium companies, but not necessarily yet a public consultation. But it has already hinted that it is concerned about that. Um, the president of the ANPD has already mentioned that a couple of times as well. So then it leads companies to say, okay, so should I wait? Because if I implement something that later on I, I have, you know, the information that I didn't really have to implement this, what happens then? Did I spend money that I didn't have to spend, etc.? So I think, again, all of this process and this context was not very helpful in, you know, clarifying to companies what they should do. Of course, there are companies that are not small companies that have simply decided, and then I believe that is mostly a risk um, assessment that they've carried out internally that, you know, they won't comply or they simply won't adapt right now. Um, I think sanctions, of course, can change that. Um, but again, the DPA itself said that it won't, at this moment, privilege, you know, go forth with a lot of sanctions. So maybe this will take some time to pick up. The economy ministry wants special treatment for micro and small businesses, for instance, waiving the need for a data protection officer. It's understood that this double standard is necessary to protect the bulk of businesses in Brazil. But while a more consolidated framework is not approved by ANPD, can heavy sanctions be a threat for small firms? Yeah, as I mentioned, I, I think they can. Um, it depends on how it will be imposed, right? Because just ju just to remember, what entered into force in August were the administrative sanctions that the ANPD has clarified. It, the DPA, is the only authority that can impose. But that is not the only sanction that can come out of the LGPD, right? Um, we can have damages and that those can be, you know, claimed for in the judiciary. So in my opinion, it's way more likely that damage claims will help this process of, you know, concern that will lead to more compliance than administrative sanctions by themselves. And why is that? Well, simply because the judiciary is much broader, it has much more people, it's way easier to bring a claim. Um, you know, anyone can go ahead and bring a claim and a judge will have to analyze it. Uh, it's very different from uh, the, the process, the administrative process that will happen at the ANPD, which is a very small, very small authority at this moment. Um, that has a limited number of people and that will have to necessarily prioritize what it will do. So in my opinion, if we're talking about, I mean, fear of sanctions as a way that will lead to more compliance, um, the judiciary is a much better candidate for, for that kind of movement than the ANPD itself. What I think the ANPD's role is and should be is you know, helping the judiciary understand what in fact is a violation what and what is not. 
what it, the authority that is responsible for data protection enforcement in Brazil, will understand um, the rules are. Because that will help judges, simply as that. And that, that, will, that will make claims easier to analyze. Um, that will lead to legal certainty for companies, for entities in general, for the public sector. So, you know, I think this push, this enforcement push, probably will come from, you know, the, the judiciary. And again, it, it can come from another um, area of concern, let's call it that, which is consumer law, right? So the ANPD has been very clear in its latest statement that the administrative sanctions that are in the LGPD are exclusive of the, the ANPD, the GPA. No one else can impose those. But we have been seeing for like a couple of years now already, consumer agencies and authorities imposing data protection related sanctions that come from consumer law, right? So they see an infringement that is related to consumer law, but they impose a um, consumer law and, you know, um, the, specifically go to the law that is aimed at consumers in order to, to impose sanctions. Well, that has been happening a lot already. And in that light, um, I, I think it already is an important push for, for enforcement. You mentioned consent as a key issue for the ANPD criteria to enforce the data protection legislation. What else must regulators factor in? That, that's a hard question. I mean, there's a lot of things that need to be clarified. I mean, we could talk about international transfers, which is a very important point of concern considering multinational companies. But if we're speaking specifically about legal basis, and consent, as I mentioned, is one of those. Um, I think it would be important to first clarify that consent is not the only option. It's not the best option. And it's just, you know, one option. Um, and also to try to, to bring more clarity to, to companies and entities in general about when some legal basis will not be accepted. So we're, ha we're seeing this discussion happening elsewhere as well. In Europe, for example, which is, you know, a, a jurisdiction we always mention because naturally um, it serves as a point of reference. It's, you know, very common for us to reference Europe. And there are a lot of debates going on in Europe about, for example, whether or not contractual necessity is a valid legal basis for some instances of processing such as advertising. Those kinds of, um, you know, orientation from the GPA would be very helpful for, for Brazilian companies. And of course, there's some level of debate on, on whether, you know, some legal basis should be accepted for specific kinds of processing or not. Um, but in my opinion, that would be very, very helpful. Even if we, you know, at the at the end of the day, even if companies don't agree with the ANPD's understanding, it's much better to have an understanding and, you know, to be able to follow that understanding than to not have anything at all. So when it comes to legal basis, I think that is the most important, um, specifically clarifying which legal basis will be accepted for which processings or at least for which processings 
some legal basis will not be accepted would already be a very big step forward. Marcela, you give us a lot to think about. Thank you very much for talking to us. Thank you. It was a pleasure. If you like Explaining Brazil, please rate us with five stars. That will help more people find out about this show. Or you can sign up to The Brazilian Report, the journalistic engine behind this podcast. We offer a seven-day free trial, no strings attached, which gives you access to the site for a week without the need to insert any credit card details whatsoever. I'm Alex Ocheli. Thank you for listening. Explaining Brazil will be back next week.